down it. Our rendezvous is recorded before a live drinking audience. get uh, Patrick, our bartender, to re-record that open, but we can't do it yet because he is out of the country in South Africa. Uh, welcome to uh, Down at Our Rendezvous. I'm Ben Higgins with my wife, Shell, here at the Regal Siegel in Lucadia. Good news, we should be back every single week, but uh, with Patty off, he's back in his homeland of South yes. Africa for the next few weeks. We're desperately missing him you, here You're at following the him on Instagram. Yeah. But it got me thinking... We've done a little bit of international travel. We went to Italy. That's that's, that's all. It though, right? <laughs> that's right. I also I've went done. to London for a Chargers game once. Where would you really like to go? Like travel the world if you had the opportunity to do so. Like pick a country on a map, put your finger on a map and go like somewhere. Where would you pick? I this people have asked me this question before and I have a lot of trouble answering it because I have not traveled very much. I mean, We've gone on some great trips in my life, but oh no, I've been to the Bahamas. I, sh- I shouldn't say that's the true. That I have Italy's well. not the only place. I okay, never mind. Um, I I don't know. I like Costa Rica is very appealing to me, but then I was here the other day talking to Kyle from Society Brewing, and he just went to a couple months ago went to China, and he was showing me all these pictures of the like history and the like the monuments and stuff in China and then so something like that is very appealing. I don't know. I've um, I've come to the realization the last few years if I get a chance to travel somewhere out of the country like a big trip I've, I want to go to Japan and I, I don't exactly know why I, it just hasn't appealed to me. First of all I like Japanese food. Geishas. And any, any <laughs> Geishas. We'll get to our guest in just a second. <laughs> I think food is always an appeal to me on a trip, and I, I love you know I love sushi, I love Japanese food, I love sake. I would love to travel around the country, you know, visit like a sake brewery. It seems like a very beautiful place, but it's also modern, and I I'd be fascinated by Tokyo and the cities and their bullet trains, and it would be so different from our culture. It would really be a different experience. It's not just like America somewhere else. It's um. It would be something very unique. Um, so, I, yeah, I, would, I think I would like to go to Japan Okay. if I had that opportunity. I'll, I'll go so. with you. Would you, you, you would do yeah. Japan if yeah. we could do that? All right, we'll I'll go anywhere. have to put that on the bucket list at some point. All right, you already heard his voice over there. He's eating lunch. But uh, our guest this week is the uh, owner of a mead d- producer. No, he's not. We're what? Actually, no, we're not. <laughs> we do a lot of that. We talk about, like, different alcohols and stuff. Uh, no, Woodsy's here. Yes. From Ben and Woods. Woodsy's it's a good here. show. You should try it. Should Hi, check guys. It out. You get <laughs> yeah. an opportunity to do so. Hi, not, Woods. How not are you? only Woodsy is here, little Woodsy's here, too. Bo is here, too. Bo is here, too. Say hello. He's Can got you a mouthful. Really of, shy? He's got a mouthful of mini corn dog right now. Can I you think, say also. red rum? <laughs> red rum. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> he's having too much fun with it's the tater tots and the TVs in here. Finest moment in parenting mm-hmm. is teaching him red rum. Um, yeah, and won't be the last time I screw up, that's for sure, but <laughs> so far, so good. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. No worries. Um, now, we get to spend 20 hours a week on the air together. We do. It's not enough. So I, I talk to you a lot. <laughs> I kind of want to take a back seat here and let Shell kind of lead the discussion about what she wants to find out about Woods, because I, I could ask anytime I wanted on the it's air. true. But yeah. every morning. Yeah. This is kind of Shell's opportunity to find more about my work husband. If you hear a little voice, 
Bo's interested in the microphone. Can you so. say, yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yeah. yeah. Such a sweetheart. <laughs> there he is. So yeah, today Mama is uh, at the spa for her birthday, her and her best friend. And yeah, yo. Thank you. Is her birthday today? It's the 15th. Okay. It's her birthday month. She it's does her birthday. She does oh, I do. Oh, yeah, I do. Bit. Yeah, it's, I do that, too. Uh, I thought it would end when we had a child. Yeah, no, and, no. You know, she's still as selfish as she ever was. <laughs> See, um, the difficulty with this one, at least Hannah's birthday is on the 15th. This one's is on the 2nd. Yeah. So her oh. birthday month starts, her birthday's there, and then by the time June like 27th rolls around, it really feels old at that point. Yeah. <laughs> 15th sucks, Ben. It's right in the middle. And like you get the two weeks before and the two weeks after. And you're like, I don't know. Like I, Now it's a big one for her. It's her 30th, so she's very excited. Ooh. But oh. um, yeah, she's... She's uh, excited about that, but you know she's not big. She's not a big partier. She doesn't want to like go out or anything. So the spa for her a day, and I said, "Look, don't text me, don't call me. I won't text you. I won't call you. Go do your thing. Bo's gonna be fine. I'm feeding him corn dogs right now and yeah. tater tots." I mean, Is she worried that you're gonna trade her in for a younger model now that she's hit? Hit the big 30? Probably. Knowing her and knowing me, yeah. she probably is. Um, no, she's she's great and cradle robber. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't act 30. Let's put it that way. Shaq's 78 years old. She she is definitely an old soul. She's an for old sure. soul. There's for no sure. question about she it. She looks amazing and much younger than 30, so we'll give her that. Um, Thank you. Oh. What the? F- what are you doing, dude? I wish we could. Well, I could video it. Yeah. We're ha- we're seeing some seafood. We're getting seafood <laughs> right now. Are you showing him what you're eating? I don't know. He did not learn that from me. Can you say Dada? Can you say Shelly? But don't talk with your mouth full. Yeah, don't talk with your mouth. That's yeah. Ben. No, that's, that's I'm Ben. Ben. This is Shelly. I'm Ben. Shelly. Hi. He's like a deer in headlights right now. It's usually his nap I time. I do the but show with your dad. Yeah, we work together. That's, yeah. They're, 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 yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's they're, me. They're work husbands. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When you get up in the I morning fight, and he's not there, he's with me. I fight <laughs> one million times less with my work husband than I do with my real wife. Yeah. One million times yeah. less. Did you, did you guys get... I heard you saying you got into an argument oh, the other day. It was day. an on-air debate, but we don't even really ever do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem, actually. We should fight more on the air. That would be entertaining, but I know. it's no, so you know easy what, to get though? along with. Here's the thing. You, you can't fight with Ben. I've tried. I've tried really, really hard to fight with I, Ben. I feel like when it's sports, he's more passionate and willing to defend his side. Possibly. Yeah, because he, yeah. I mean... But even ben, then, ben, it's ben. he doesn't make oh. it a... It's not a fight ever. No, it's never. I'm on the side of peace. Yes. I'm a peacemaker. So whatever side you come at me from, I, I will simply t- try to diffuse the tension. Just sometimes you need to just get it out, though. Yeah. And Maybe you guys and do. And Ben is we like do. this like soft wall that just won't really let you <laughs> get it out. <laughs> he lets me vent a lot, which oh, yeah, I appreciate. I can vent. And he never, uh, Ben will never say like, hey, man, I think you're out of line there. Like, I can come in and be like, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes he'll be like, well, I th- you know, maybe you can see it this way. And I'm like, shut up. I don't need any <laughs> rationality. I just need to vent. And then I'm done. And, yeah. I, and we move on. And, yeah. and uh, that's one thing I've always appreciated. Oh, he is, he is he's for a, sure. He's a good listener. Yeah. Um, always has good advice. <laughs> like, I'll text something. I'll be all fired up. And he'll be like, well, have you thought about it this way? And I'm like, oh. All right, All fine. Right. Never like, mind. I, and then I calm down. It's good. I know. It's good. No, good calming. Good work relationship. Good friendship. It's yeah. Been, it's been awesome. And you guys are you guys are doing awesome. We are, we are. I don't uh, I don't thump my chest too much about ratings, and I don't get too down in the dumps if they're bad because I've been on both sides. But 
The ratings we got recently are the best ratings I have ever been a part of. I think it's the highest. I think there was a time on my very first show we were number one, but it was very brief, and it was 10 years ago. And what what, what was your first show? The your Mikey first, Show. The, your first show was The Mikey yeah. Show. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, my, my 10 years on the air in San Diego is coming up February 1st. Uh, obviously, day I'll never forget. But, uh, yeah, I think there was that initial... Like, oh, let's check them out. Some people stayed, some people didn't. But I think we were number one, but it was for a really, really short time. I'm more proud of this one because this has my name on it and Ben's name and everything we've been through in the last year or so, um, some of the shots that have been taken at us. I'm not going to lie. It feels really yeah, good. And I, absolutely. I want to be a bigger dick about it, but yeah. I'm not going to be. It's, um, I mean, you know, because I've loved being part of the team and part of it all. I feel like I need way more Shelly than is involved right now. Though. <laughs> I know. I'm telling I know. You, like, way more. I know. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on, but, but I'll get back there. I feel like good. I feel like the Twitter Twitter peeps are feeling the same way. I'm getting a little and bit I think of that. Like, Hannah doesn't really. Sometimes she'll fill in the role. Paul's girlfriend, Megan's been pretty good about filling in the role. We need to get Hammer's girlfriend more involved. Um, but man, our, our, our we're firing right now. You know, I good. think. I think for me, I think football season's bigger for yeah, me. Yeah, so I think so too. I, I think I'll probably pipe up a little more in football season. Padres Twitter is a is an intense place to be, yeah. and um, and I would I would say I have a pretty good um, I have I have a good sense for Twitter, and yeah. I don't take any of it too seriously. But Padres Twitter, I I really can't get overly involved in that, and so the football I can. I can pipe up and have my opinion more, I feel like. You know, Twitter uh, lately, has, it's, it's always been a very, very powerful thing, and it's been a thing that's gotten me in a little bit of trouble in my career. And, and, you know, I think there are people that have gotten in trouble on Twitter, like losing their jobs. I've never even never even sniffed being close. I've certainly pissed a lot of people off with some of my tweets before. Nothing like what happened a couple weeks ago with the Dodger fans. Yes. Um, which, again, I like... Anybody that knows me know, knows if I screw up, I'll admit it. Yeah. I'll be like, guys, I screwed up. They completely, they, that's my fault for getting mad at them for not understanding kind of an inside joke. And they didn't get really what I was trying to say, and it came out wrong. And that's my fault, you know. But the things that they said and they did, it, I will honestly say it really, um, it freaked me out to a point where I was like, maybe I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Maybe I don't need to tweet. Maybe, you know, when they start mentioning my son, Bo, by name, and my wife, Hannah, by name, it really spun me out because, you know, not that I think that they would ever do anything, but just the fact that they would say that makes me like these. There are a lot of unstable people out there. And yeah. It really wigged me out. No, it is a um, it is a little scary. I mean, we I remember when we had trouble getting like before we owned our house, we had trouble getting like renters insurance or something because Ben was a public figure. Yeah. And. Um, it kind of hit me at that moment. I was like, "Oh, like someone might show up here because of because of Ben's name and right. because they know him from being a public figure." Yeah. And, and you know, we we're very all three of us are very open on social media. Very, I mean, I, very much so. I take pictures of my kids. I mean, I take pictures of my house, and we talk about where we live and where we're going to be. And I'm not and that open. You're not that open. No, but, he's not as open. But I, but I mean, I, we the two of us are, and Hannah is, and Paul and Megan are, and I just. There is a little bit of concern. There is safety. I mean, I think people are generally good, and they're yeah. not going to do that. But you know, 
it's it's a weird position, you know. To, uh, Thirty years ago, doing radio, not every you can talk about all you want. You don't have to put it down on paper, aka paper being Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. But it's a different ball game. It, it opened my eyes, and I think eventually, you know, I think I'll be better for it. A really good learning lesson. I see a lot of drama going on today, especially on on the in the Padre Twitter land. I don't really understand it all. I do know that I have friends in, in a lot of camps. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to not be friends with people because of what they do or say on Twitter unless it's like over the top racist or homophobic right. or like if they right. do that, I'm like, yo, man, I can't roll with you because right. that's not how I roll. But for the most part, you know, some guys just like to have fun and bust balls on there and some people take it the wrong way or the way that I perceive it as the wrong way. Maybe it's not the wrong way. Maybe it's the right way for them. So right. um, I, it's hard for us. We obviously want everybody to listen to our show. We, we want that. But I understand, you know, I understand if you don't and, and if we, it's just, it's just, it's can turn into a little bit of a sewer at times. I have a different perspective. I, I certainly have had trolls come after me before. Yeah. It happens every once in a while, but I always come at everyone kind of like with initial kindness, like, okay, yeah, I see you want to be funny. You want to be a troll. I get that. But here's my thinking. And. By the end, even the worst of the trolls, generally, I can get along with. I have two. On Twitter. I've done that. Um, the night of the, the Dodger tweet, which, again, was not – I would ne- – think of anybody that knows me and knows how much I respect the game of baseball knows I would never make fun of somebody getting hurt, ever. Um, and, you know, yeah, we make fun of Max Muncie, like, just like the way he looks kind of trolly. But that's – I think that's fair game. Right. You know, be like – and but I, I think – to think that I would celebrate him getting hurt. Um, and then, like, so when it started, I, I just started to, like, explain it. Like, no, 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 you, you misconstrued. And then you see it catch fire. Yeah. And you see it spread, and there's nothing you can do. And that's when you're like, oh, wow, this has got a, a, a power that I really wasn't right. aware, you know. Yeah. And it really wigged me out. So, you know, other than that... Um, it's been it's been seamless. It's been yeah. great. Everything's been good. My little guy's piping up now. You want some of this? <laughs> Your mama's favorite band in the background. He's, Bo is so cute. I wish you guys could see him right now. He's so I'm curious. You kid. mentioned your 10 year anniversary on the air is coming up. Yeah. yeah, I've I've never heard the story of like your first day, though, on the air. With, yeah, with we, the Mikey uh, show. <laughs> like, were you nervous? I mean, were you, you, I mean you, how, so you were hosting with him. Well, I mean, what was your well, role? So the weirdest thing was is that so he was on a show here called The Mikey Show. He it was at Rock 105. Mm-hmm. He wanted more money and 94.9 offered him more money. It was a steal their show away. But his crew didn't want to go to 94.9. It's not a fit. It wasn't a fit. It's The Mikey Show. Like, yeah, what's up? And then it's 94.9. Like, hey, we're cool and alternative. So his crew was like, dude, we don't want to go. And he's like, but I got I got more money. And they're like, you got more money for you. you. Yeah. And they stayed behind. And they're like, we'll do our own show. And they were tired of working with him anyway. So I'd known Mikey for a while. He gives me a call completely out of the blue. New Year's Day 2010. I'm like, my eyes are bleeding. I'm so hungover. He's like, what's he like? Tells me a little bit about what happens. And he goes, do you want to move to San Diego and be on the radio? He's like, I've always thought you had it. And he told me forever, like, you got it. You don't know what you're doing in sales. You need to be on the air. And I'm like, ah, whatever. So I'm at that moment, I was like, yeah. I, I am uh, getting chills right now. It was gnarly. <laughs> it was like winning It was like winning the lotto and also losing your winnings at the same yeah. time. I yeah. mean, really. But, yeah. 
you know, as I sit here next to my son, who I would not have had I not taken that call right. or taken that opportunity, um, I'm obviously really uh, blessed. But so we, I get out, I come and interview with Garrett Michaels, and we hit it off, and he's like, oh, yeah, natural fit. Mikey adds a couple more pieces, and we get in a room for about a week with a consultant, and we, like, they give us some tips, and we work through some stuff, and we have some bits, and we're kicking stuff around. And I'll say this, man. Mikey and I, we're not, we're not tight anymore, but the man taught me a, more about radio than anybody else has. And I consider myself good at radio because of Mikey and because I've stayed disciplined to the things that he taught me and really the things that he scared into me. He was terrifying to work for. Yeah. Terrifying. And so I, I now am... I am 100% disciplined during the week. I'm always rested. I am prepared. I'm alert for the most part, most times. Of course, I screw up. I have my bad days. But that man instilled good radio into me, and I, I've been able to fine-tune my ear to know, hey, that's good, that's not good, that's good, that's not, that, that's not good. And he's, you know, without him, I mean, you know, we had our struggles for sure. But so my first day, Benny, was... I think the first words I said on the air was, I'm terrified. Because yeah, Mike's like, Woodsy, how you feeling? I'm like, I'm terrified. And so I don't remember any content. I don't remember anything about it other than the fact that when I got done, we got a lot of good reviews. People liked it. And then it just kept rolling. And it was the most fun I'd ever had in my life for about six months. And then it all went to shit. And it went to shit real fast. And the, the crazy thing is, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's hard to, it's hard to say this and not sound like I'm you know, bragging, but I knew nothing about being on the radio. Then my host went nuts after about a year and they made me the morning guy. I knew nothing about being a DJ, nothing. I had no idea how to run a board, nothing. Figured it out. Then I had to learn how to co-host, figured it out. I had to do sports, figured it out. Did uh, classic rock, figured it out. Did alternative, figured it out. I'm like, you can do anything you want to yeah. as long as you can f bullshit your way through it. Just figure it out. Yeah. Like, it's nobody knew how to be an astronaut. You had to figure it out, yeah. you know? And, and I think in my case, I was just like, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I have, I have been a, a fish that has just never stopped swimming upstream. Like, just, just jamming, jamming. I never stopped because I really love what we do. And now, of course, you know, working with Ben and Paul and Hammer, like, that's that's a show that uh, it took me this long to get to. Yeah. I mean, I've never listened <laughs> to Ben's shows until now. I mean, Thank I'm you. not even kidding. I'm so sorry. She's not really a Ben and Woods fan. She's a Woods fan. It might be true. I think I think it's just it. <laughs> I think it's more that Woods gets to see the side of Ben that like not a lot of people get to see. And he gets to poke fun at it. Yeah. That not a lot and of people bring it out. Yeah, and not a lot of people get to do that. Like you know, I mean, even, ben, ben Higgins is criminally, well, criminally underrated. Yes, criminally. Yes, had, yes this is two, very true. I've had two kind of regular radio partners before you as well. And when I started out, I was working with Craig Elston, and we were very similar. But I was definitely not in. A, I was not confident enough to let anyone be making fun of me on right. the air. That's just, you know, I'm, you're never going to go anywhere. It's like, you don't start your career by just letting people make fun of you. <laughs> it's just a doormat. Right. I did, I did right. actually. <laughs> and then um, I worked with our, our current afternoon host, Chris Ello, 
and we were very similar as well in terms of like quirky stats. He was more our dynamic was more he was the negative Nancy and I was the positive guy. Yeah. You know, but again, he wasn't the kind of person who kind of pokes fun. It was so we just never had more that it was more dry stats yeah. radio, you know, and and I, what I love about you guys is it's like it's funny. You're doing interviews, but then, you know, you're doing bits and they're funny. Like this morning, like the rhyming. I mean, I, I had to text you guys because yeah. I was like, I was like heaving in the car. Had like your I couldn't. Butt re- lingered. <laughs> your butt lingered. I couldn't. And Ben was so, I could feel that. Oh, he was so unco- uncomfortable. <laughs> I could uh, feel Ben's like, no more. I, when no I do more. the thing where I make, where like. Because Lauren O'Brien on the Mikey show, she was the one, like, if you could get her to be uncomfortable, it was it made for great radio. And we, but the thing with her, you had to be careful. You never, oh, oh, yeah. oh. That's good parenting there. You okay? Yeah, you're fine. Reenacting the high chair scene here. <laughs> you're not strapped in here. These are bar stools. Lauren, you had adult, to be, you had to be. adult re- sitting here. You had to be really careful about <laughs> where you went. Um, ben has only seen a small, small portion of the hey let's try to make ben really uncomfortable uh woods because i think the the thing that that we do best is like i know it makes it makes ben crazy but i'm watching him like a hawk and he knows it now yes and he's like if i screw up he just starts smiling now because he knows i'm gonna get him oh yeah because it's my favorite kind of radio like the auto roam rates that's my favorite oh the train wreck radio is the best it is and everyone and it's not as funny when i do it i've done it and it's not as funny all week i was like and it it wasn't as funny because yeah. you don't care as much as I do. Because I don't care as I do. Exactly. I care about being right and I care about being professional. But no one who's on for 20 hours a week no is one. not going to make at least a dozen mistakes right. over no that No question. And over you hardly get any rest. So, I mean, the slips of the words That's are why the funniest because Fridays you're so they're tired. Not I'm, <laughs> I'm just so tired by the end of the week that I can barely function yeah. on that last day. So, it really creates Here's a lot of... Here's my favorite part, though. Ben, he, like, if I'm so tired I can't function, I just don't function. He always tries to plow through. Oh, yeah. And that is what's funny. I'm like this. Dude, I'm exhausted. I didn't sleep. My kid's a nightmare. Whatever it is. And I'm just like, hey, sorry, I'm terrible today. Ben's, like, trying so hard to just get through the end. And I think, um, not to speak for him, I, I do think... I think that uh, he's a lot more comfortable. It, there has to be trust. You know, oh, yeah. He's got to know, like, you have to know that your partner's got your back. I've had, we've worked with guys before. If I was like, hey, way to screw that word up, or like, whoa, auto run rates, they would have pouted and pitched a fit. Oh, no. Ben loves it it's that so you guys good. pick it up and that you guys, make, I mean, he knows it. I mean, he doesn't. Like that he made the mistake. No, of course. But he knows that it he makes knows for it's good. good radio. He knows and he good. knows people are going to. And, and honestly, actually, my all growing up, the dynamic with me and my friends was they, I, they'd always give me a hard time. Oh, yeah. I was I was the one who usually took it, you know, from the group. Yeah. And I, but I like that. I like yeah, being of course. that guy. So I don't have a problem with it. I do think, um, you know, I don't think I've ever said this, but I think I have a very, I'm conscious of the fact that I work two jobs, yes. you know, and they both, they both pay me pretty decently and i i don't feel like i can't complain i chose this myself yes and i can't come into either of my jobs and say i am just beat today because they said they you know they well, would rightfully say well you know it's i always feel bad when i do, do two jobs. i always feel bad and my other job is right here yeah and this little sob is he is 
I mean, you guys had kids. It's it's tough. It's a really, really hard job. And, and you know, when we started at 1090, I mean, he was a baby, like a baby, baby. And I was getting into sports. I've never been that stressed in my entire life. I'm coming home, and I'm, like, trying to listen to four shows and watch an SDSU game that I – I couldn't care less about. Honestly, like it, was, it wasn't SDSU. It was just like, I don't care right. about sitting and, and breaking this down on the right. air. And there was a moment that happened on and 1090 when I finally just came into Ben and I just said, hey, man, like the less sports we can do, the better I'm going to be. And Ben's like, okay. And we then started opening it up. And I said, I felt more comfortable at that point saying, no, didn't watch the game. Why did right. I watch the game? Because I don't care. Because it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. And, and, real and, people, and real even people, sports fans feel that way too Real sometimes. people feel the yeah. same way. They feel the exact same yeah. way. I mean, and that's what I love about your show is that you guys are, are real about it and you're honest and you're like, I didn't stay up for that game last yeah, night. I we ha- you have you know, to be. I, oh, Shell and I went out to somewhere. We didn't you know, stay up and see that. I have to go back to the point about Ben like plowing through, though, because he... We come here every Friday, as you know, and he will come, and hopefully before he comes here, he'll get a little bit of a rest, but sometimes he doesn't. But he is determined to come here every Friday, even if we're not podcasting, because that's what we do. Yep. And he will sit here, and he will order a beer, and he is so tired, he will put his head on his hand, and his eyes will start to close, and he's had, like, maybe half a beer, and he just... He just Falls asleep. <laughs> falls asleep. So great. <laughs> so and poor Patty will be like, Shell. I mean, I don't care. I know he's not drunk, but like, should he just go out to the car? So he does. He just goes out <laughs> to the car and takes a car nap and comes back in. You can't have a guy at your bar <laughs> with his head in his hands. It's not a good look. Um, yeah, it's you know we have that the dynamic around my house. My wife is like this boundless, boundless, boundless energy. She's up at three. She's up before me. He's right here. Okay. Uh, this boundless energy. I'm older. I'm tired. I'm a I'm a grouch. You know, like I am a guy that needs to after the show. I need to rest my mind. And when I come home, I always try to time it out. So right when I get home, he's going down for a nap. I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna go to the gym. And like I get home, and she's like, oh, I gotta put him down. I'm like, two hours of peace. I yeah. usually get that every day. And then after that, it's on. Like it's a it's a whirlwind until 7 p.m. till he goes down. Shell, you're a little low there, and we're getting a little oh, late. So okay. it's time for you to spin the wheel of indecision, uh, which we do each week. Have you not done the wheel I podcast? Don't think I have. Yeah, Shell. Is there Shell, a Sprite on there? Shell, no, there's no Sprite. There is a Coors light spot, which maybe, I mean, you, like you said, you don't do one, you do zero. Yeah, I do zero or, or do 40. Yeah, 40. That's how and I And you went, you went up to that concert uh, last week. Didn't, didn't even get the one. Not you never one got beer. there. Not one cocktail. So, so Shell is doing the spy master and spinning, and looks like he's 17 or 18. It's right on the border. Looks like line. Uh, 17. Um, all right, I, let's see. Can you see what it says on the board yep, over there? It is Lagunitas Little Something Hazy. hazy oh, little, IPA. little something something. Little yeah. hazy oh. IPA. Little something hazy. Yeah. Little something hazy. So Lagunitas, which is um, up in Petaluma, yes. California. So what does that mean? You guys have to drink it now? Yes. Yeah, she'll. We'll get a. We'll get a little. Uh, so if you come, well, you can't decide what you want. Oh, you spin the wheel. Because they have 24 taps here. You just spin the wheel and you buy whatever. Well, it doesn't. You it's spin. not like constantly used, but there's a few patrons who like that's all they do. Oh yeah. Is they they there's will spin the wheel every single time. That comes in here and he'll be here all night and he'll spin the wheel every time and it almost makes me a little ill because he's drinking all over all the, the board beers, and yeah. I'm like, hey, 
Like your stomach's got to yeah, be kind of. Those things don't mix that well, guy. That's you, you know, know you're jumping around like the board. Is, uh, when my kid um, poops in his diaper, and that is what has just happened. Oh, well, that's a good way to just bring just us to a close. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, we're fine. We're good. We've thank you, guys. Woodsy, thank you so thanks much. Thank for you coming. for having me. Bye. Thanks for chatting. Have you met Wes, by the way? Say hi, Wes. <laughs> Wes is here. She's our patty for today. Wes is the laugh at the end of the every yes. episode. Yeah, we still we have we it. kept the laugh, so we'll, we'll get the Wes. No, it's on us. We're good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Every the podcast. All right, that's it for uh, Shell and Ben and Woodsy. I'm Ben. Thanks for joining us this week. And Bo. And Bo. Say bye, Bo. Say bye bye. Say bye bye. <laughs> get the dirty diaper. Uh, thanks for joining us down at our rendezvous. Down at our rendezvous. Down at our rendezvous. Three is <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,